Hi, Greg Perry, the Historic Preservationist. Uh, episode number 210, a short one. We're going to talk about prairie sod houses of Nebraska. Again, trying to uh, give everyone a differential flavor of architecture, how it stands in, in America. Settlers building on the streetless expanse of the Great Plains turned to the most plentiful construction material in the world, the grass sod of the prairie lands. And this is something similar, you know, three, four hundred years earlier of the wattle and daub that, uh, you know, was produced in England and uh, other parts of the world and maybe just uh, 300 years earlier in America for colonial architecture. So, so during the great westward expansion of the 19th century and well into the 20th century, thousands of sod houses were built in North and South Dakota. Nebraska, Kansas, and parts of the surrounding states and Canada. To build a sod house, these settlers would first demow the tall grass down, then turn the sod out of the ground with a special cutting plow to form strips, I'd say about four inches thick by 18 inches wide. Next, these strips were cut into two to three foot lengths, jokingly enough called Kansas brick or Nebraska's, Nebraska marble. Last, the sods were stacked in layers, much like brickwork, forming walls of one and a half to, to three inches thick that were sometimes tapered from the bottom to the top. These thick walls provide a thermal mass that tempered the harsh prairie climate of windy sub-zero winters and blazing summer heat. Early houses were topped with sapling poles, brush, and a layer of sod to make gable roofs or a single-slope shed roof. Leaks, quite obviously, were common, and sometimes the roof collapsed after long rainstorms. Later, lumber and wood shingles were available for building more efficient hipped roofs. Soddies were usually small, typically 12 to 16 feet wide, by 14 to 20 feet long or so, and a single story with just one or two rooms. In larger houses, the L or T-shaped floor plans provided greater wall stability. Interiors and exteriors were often plastered with a mixture of sand, clay, straw, and sometimes manure. Though the average life of these buildings was only six or seven years, a few hundred are known to still stand in central North Nebraska. Greg Perry, the Historic Preservationist, signing out. Thanks to everyone for listening.